The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line we have Max Phelps, who is a money coach and also an author, and uh, he thinks that we need to do a bit better, I'm assuming, at teaching money management in schools. Max, thank you very much for being on the program. Hi, Mitchell. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate the opportunity. No, really good to have you back. And um, just thinking back to the money lessons that we might have learned at school. I remember doing something called Earn and Learn, which taught you about, you know, uh, superannuation and all that sort of thing. And it involved actually using um, sort of fake monopoly money, but buying services and applying for home loans and things. So I think that was pretty good. I also remember in maths learning about compound interest and how it can sort of make you uh, a lot financially more better off over time. But what do you think of the things that are missing in our curriculum? Yeah, well, it's interesting. The earn and learn was actually coming from the banks going into schools, which has now been prohibited. In fact, uh, this Friday is the last day for bank deposits under that scheme. Um, So it's just finished now after 90 years in schools. Um, But yeah, what's missing is really the the generations of knowledge has, has gone because we live in a cashless society. So everything was set up for the old days when we used to earn money in cash, spend money in cash, and then put money into savings for our future. That doesn't happen anymore. Mm. What do you think are the big mistakes that people sort of fresh out of school are making? I can see one that you've got here is that people tend to only stick with one bank. And I reckon most people listening are probably saying, well, I'm pretty loyal to my bank and have been with them for decades. Uh, Do you think most people stick with the one bank or tend to shop around for whatever the best product is? Yes, so the, the, the mistake is not being loyal or not loyal to one bank. This mistake is only having one bank. So most school leavers will go out looking for their first job and be told they have to open up a bank account and probably they'll choose the bank account that they opened when they were a kid or the ones that their parents chose. But then they'll get card access and that's the mistake. As soon as you have card access to your pay, it means that you've got the ability to spend 100% of your income at any point in time. And unfortunately, most of us are not very good with controlling ourselves when we have access to money. Mm. So how do you think you can teach that in schools? I mean, some of these things, I look at them and I think, yeah, you can teach them, but until you actually get out there with the real money behind you and see what happens when you spend it and how it depletes, I mean, people have to learn some lessons the hard way, don't they? Well, the the biggest lesson that we can uh, teach kids and that we can teach adults is the importance of hiding money from ourselves. Because in the context of kids, they can put money in a money box, they can give money to their parents to look after. And in the context of going out into the, the world and earning money is using two banks, one where we hide money that we don't have any card access, and the other one where we do have the card access, where we give ourselves an allowance that we know that it's okay to spend. The other thing that you've got here is personal loans. What do we need to teach people about that? Yeah, so unfortunately, once you open a bank account, they're going to try and flog you a personal loan and a credit card, and that traps people into a debt cycle. So there's always the want to have it now. And if you buy it now and get a personal loan, you're now locked into three, five, seven years of of paying off, paying off, paying off. And the, the item that you bought might have long ago disappeared or worn out, and you're still making those monthly repayments. And it just affects your ability to do anything else in the future.
And credit cards, how are we going with credit cards as a society? Are people becoming more savvy about the fact that, you know, there's a very high interest rate, for example, and it's not a good place to park debt? Well, yeah, so firstly, 30% of us, 70% of us pay our credit cards bill in full. 30% don't, and they're the ones that get hit with the interest, uh, high interest. But even the people that do use a credit card, they tend to spend between 30 and 100% more on a credit card than they would if they were using their own money. There's been a variety of studies done on this, and it's because we don't feel the pain of spending when we, part, when we use our credit card. Um, because it just goes into a bill and then we pay it off and it's hard to tell what it's for. Mm. And I was uh, watching a, a program on YouTube. There's this guy that gives out financial advice. I think he advocates, I don't know if uh, that's still the case, but advocates always paying cash because of that psychological impact. When you part with money, you feel like you've lost yes. something, whereas a credit card tap and go, you don't feel it. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. So not using a credit card is the first thing. Cash is great, but cash is actually, it's become much more difficult, especially during COVID. What I recommend instead is having a spending account where you pay yourself an, a weekly allowance, then you tap that card because that money will run out. And then you'll feel that that money is, is depleting more quickly because it's starting from a smaller base. And that makes you feel the pain of paying. Um, what age range do you think we need to start the money education process if we were to introduce it into the curriculum, perhaps not through a bank, but um, actually incorporate it uh, with the teachers directly explaining the situation? How young can you start to teach kids about money? Well, the interesting thing is there is the teachers themselves are the ones that also need to, to get the same education is part of the problem. So um, I think the earlier that you start with the concept of hiding money, but do it in one way for little kids with putting money in a piggy bank or, or giving it to mum and dad to put away is, is one concept. But then you really need to, to go into it when, when kids are getting closer to that school leaving or that first job age which is around that sort of 14 years old where kids are thinking about going to Maccas or Woolies and getting their first job and really helping them to understand that when you get this money, you have, you have to remember some of it needs to be put away for the future, for bills, for other things, and then only a certain amount is what you should be able to spend. So in closing, if you could teach all of the people graduating from year 12, and I think that sort of just happened now for another year, what would be the main lesson that you would like to impart to them? Yeah, well, hide money from yourself, bank with two banks, and avoid personal loans and credit cards at all costs. Uh, if we can do that, we're, we're already miles ahead. Then we can look at things like, well, what do you do with the money when you've got it saved? But there's no point looking at what you do with it when you've got it saved if you spend it all before you get that far. That's very true. Look, thanks for being on the program. Some really good advice there. I appreciate it very much. No problem. Happy to be help. Thank you, Max Phelps. They're a money coach and author who talks about all things finances and how we can improve our situation. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.